strange. And it's time for Strange Wines with host Tom Cap from Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. What's going on, you saucy fuck? What's up, dude? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just going to crack up, a bitch? beer. I got a beer for once instead of fucking liquor. I got this one. I fucking really like it. It's called Adventure. Or what is it called? Adventure in Time Surfing. It's fucking delicious. It's like 8% though. Is it an IPA? Yeah, and then I also have, and you guys probably, I don't know if you guys would get it in the United States because it's its made in Canada, but this one's my favorite fucking beer. Here, I'll show you in the camera if people won't see, but see the little kitty with the laser eyes? Yeah. Sparkle Puff, the shit, we should fucking get paid from Flying Monkeys how much we mentioned the, their beer. Even Billy's like, no more mentioning beer, the beer, what it's called, just say beer because we want sponsors. And it's like, we're getting Is there. It- is an IPA? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ten, one, one's 8%, one's 10%. <laughs> yeah, IPAs taste like piss to me, bro. And I, but I don't know what piss tastes like. So, But I can imagine if if I was to taste piss, it would taste like an IPA. I think you would, weirdly, I do think you would like the Flying Monkeys brand. Like, especially, like, they're stronger, but they are hoppier, but they have, like, uh, like the both ones I have have almost, like, a fruity taste. It almost yeah. tastes like melon shit or, like, mango. It's pretty good. Like, I do actually, like, one day maybe I'll send you down one, see if I can get it through the fucking mail. I'm more of a logger type of guy. I like loggers. Yeah, you like and... chopping down trees. Yeah, bro, pretty much. <laughs> right. All right, so this one will be a fun one. We're going to get in some aliens and shit again. Like, this has been a while. So on this episode, me and Juan are pretty much going to dive into just small cases that are not really well known of ufo uh phenomenon and encounters and i think we should call it close encounters of the third kind because the fourth kind for all the people that don't know close encounters of the fourth kind is abductions when you actually hang out with them and you, you smoke a bowl with an alien like that's fourth kind How about the fifth kind is that when they put the probe in your ass i think fifth kinds where they fucking take you and like dissolve your body and then you're a spirit i don't I, the fifth kind my, my, yeah they must it'd be like you have a kid with an alien that must be the fifth kind because then you're creating that thing i don't fucking so know. so before we get into it the whole reasoning behind this episode is because obviously Joe Rogan had Jacques Vallée on his on his if that's how you Jacques say Vallée. Jacques, Jacques Vallée. Vallée. Yeah. He's a French show. fuck. And dude, if you look at if you look that guy up in his early years, he looked like a fucking alien. Yeah, Have you I seen know. his his younger pictures? Yeah, I've heard a lot about Jacques Vallée since I was a kid. And that when guy's I started an getting into it, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is an alien. Mark Zuckerberg's a fucking Jeffrey, reptilian. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Je- Jeff Bezos, <laughs> no, not Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is an alien. Elon Musk is an alien. Uh, either that or they're all reptilians. And dude, I've been trading stocks as of lately. Yeah, which, my buddies by the do way, that. It, it's a, if you want to trade stocks, you have to be a sociopath. Yeah. And I was looking into this company and he used to be the, the CEO to Oracle. And I was looking up the Oracle, information eh? on the company and it said CEO Jeffrey Epstein. And I was like, what the fuck? So I was on the I was on like some chat with a buddy of mine. I was like, "Holy shit, bro! Jeffrey Epstein owns this this company." And he's like, "Wow, that motherfucker owns things even after he's dead." I was like, "Well, it's not that Jeffrey Epstein, but can you imagine your name being Jeffrey Epstein?" Oh yeah, it could be him. He had his hands in a lot of different shit, and that's why he became rich. Is because he was just he they he was sp- sp- like spreading his money through all these different businesses and shit. 
Yeah, that's crazy. He got, he's though, pretty much right? got rich for like no reason. It's because his connections, which yeah, makes me but think it's all, that. It's all the yeah, government, dude. well, that's why I eventually want to get into Jimmy Savile or Seville or whatever you want to call him, the the creepazoid from Britain. Uh, he's dead now, but after he died, it all came out that he was molesting kids and fucking kids and killing kids, and it was connected to the royal family and all this shit. If you have time and you haven't heard of it. People look up Jimmy Savile, Savile, whatever you want to call him, but he's probably one of the wickedest people next to like Albert Fish, and we just covered that fuck soon. So it's uh, it's pretty deep, and he did worse than what fucking Jeffrey Epstein did, and he was knighted by the Queen, so wow. and knew yeah, knew the family pretty well. So something's going on with that. Ha- it all has to do. It all has to do with that that blood sacrifice. I talked yep. about Saturn worship too on my one of my. He helped people get children on the from Saturnalia episode. Yeah. Yeah, he helped people get children, uh, yeah, I, it, which is fucked up. And he would get them from like uh, foster cares and orphanages and mental hospitals and stuff like that for children. Wow. It's it goes deep. But let's get into some. Dude, alien well, did shit. you know? Did you know? Before we get into it, did, did you, you know, know that in in the early 1900s, uh, 1902 or something like that? The, did you ever know? Did you ever hear about foundlings? Did you hear that? Uh, what from Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. <laughs> Foundlings in the U.S. In the early 1900s. Sounds so familiar. They were kids, bro. They were kids that they would ship out all over the country to kickstart like cities and pretty much child labor. But mm. it was over, over 500,000 kids that were turned in. I could see right? that. Through like orphanages and people who didn't want their kids anymore. They would just turn them in and the government would take them. But can you imagine... Like every year, 800,000 kids go missing. Yeah, 99 point something percent of those kids come back. But what happens to the ones that don't come back? Uh, I would say it's like less than that. A lot lot of them don't come back. Way back. Supposedly 99 point something percent of them usually come back. Uh, So they say. That le- oh yeah, that's all they say, right? I mean, it's I don't believe statistics. shit. Me and Billy way back in the day covered alien abductions. We kind of talked about that and how it goes deep, and all those people are fucking going missing, and it's not just like pedophiles and sex rings or something very, very deep to all of this. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. But so we're we're gonna be talking today again. It was it, the the episode was inspired by that. They talked about a few cases that are like non not really mainstream and yep. the, the one that really always fuck with me that i had heard about before was the the african school in 1994 which in zimbabwe people, in zimbabwe a lot of people don't know about that so we're gonna get into that and then we're gonna talk uh, what do you bro like it, when it comes to aliens as yeah. far as like the little green man or the grays whatever you want to call it what's your take on it because uh, I like I, I love the the series Alien. I really like what they did with Prometheus, and I, I'm I'm an I'm an I am an advocate for the the ancient alien argument where we were you know panspermia. We were we were at the earlier stages of time. We had aliens on this world, and, yeah. and supposedly they helped mankind with all these different technological advances back then and then that's why you see different interpretations of different gods as the gods on earth which were people from obviously not of this earth yeah uh, extraterrestrial or interdimensional what's your take on all of this do you believe <laughs> that there is aliens or like yeah. what, what do you think about that well i definitely do and it's been heard on uh the strange root podcast that uh 
I definitely do believe this, and I believe in aliens, and and we could do a whole rant episode one day just based on both of our knowledge. I believe that, yes, the aliens were here, and they you know, maybe used us as slaves to mine gold. And then they pushed our evolution along so we could maybe be a tool for them to uh, exhume energy from us. And then you have things like the greys, which the greys are kind of like, uh, the reptilians, like minions in some cases. And then there's greys that go, went on their own and, and said, fuck you reptilians. So well, you think that they're minions. Yeah. So how, how would it, it's, started and oh shut the fuck up cat uh that it how it goes in in my belief is that the reptilians pretty much created the greys to be minions for them like like little soldiers in, in some sense and that they created them from scratch and that's why a lot of greys don't have genitals and they're oh. almost animatronic where they've actually made them in test tubes that are to pretty much be like their helpers. And, and I always say this analogy that David Icke uses, and it's like how people, when you're touching uh, something that's like radioactive, you put your hands um, through in these gloves in the glass box. And that's how you tamper with the radiation or the radioactive material. And that's the way the reptilians do it is they're just on the fringes, but they're, they're doing, they're moving certain parts of the puzzle to make it fit in the way they want it to. And then, so they never want to get their hands dirty. So when, abduction cases started getting huge and i believe abduction cases and well abductions in general by aliens have been happening for thousands of years but when it became well known in the media it, they used the greys as kind of their minions to end up abducting humans whatever the specific people they wanted and i was just talking about this at work with a buddy how they will go after people you know people that are crackheads or fucking or you know, i was joking like jab down the farm he's like fucking his cow and it's just like they take up people that won't won't fucking with no credibility yeah with no credibility and that's why there is uh we're getting into roswell soon um probably in a month or two but then i want to get into after I, I do things on purpose to set up certain episodes and then i want to get into like betty and barney hill because they were two very credible people that had two very scary experiences and my i there is that's why i'm saying we can do a red episode on this i know way too much about the way that i believe that it works and i've took this from I'm taking this from many different sources, many different things I've watched, videos, uh, books I've read, uh, people I've listened to. Like I, and I form my own opinion of what I think is the most logical in terms of why we're here, what's going on, why is there these alien abductions and, and UFO sightings, and they're becoming more and more rampant. And like I said at work to end this on this, because we could do um, like a rant episode for sure, but that... You know, uh, other than Canada's had like their UFO disclosure, Russia's had it, Britain's had it. You guys are, like the only ones that really haven't had it because Paul Hellyer, the defense minister of Canada for uh, five to 10 years, something like that, he came out in front of parliament, which is like Congress, and, and it's all on YouTube. And you can watch him say that we, I believe that there is five different alien races that have been in contact with us for many years. And everyone in parliament's like, uh, like looking around because like they don't want to believe it but he's like i didn't want to believe it either but i kept getting uh emails and phone calls from people in the air force and then he's like so i finally looked at it and he's like there's mountains of evidence that proves that there is different beings coming here on a on a regular basis yeah <laughs> here's the thing dude here's the thing i i love it all 
right? And, yeah. I, and I believe, I believe 100% that that we're not the only ones in this universe. If, if this universe is as vast as they say it is, and it's constantly expanding and all this stuff, it would be, it would be ignorant to think that we're the only beings That's out here. One of the most ignorant things you can think is to think that right. we're the only beings, but intelligent here's, beings. here's the other, the flip side of the coin. Right, you have Fermi's paradox. If there is all this life out there, where, then where, you know, where is it? Where are the aliens? And on top of that, they're smart I had, enough. <laughs> I, I had, I had, math, uh, uh, Michael P. Masters on my show where he talks about, he calls them identified flying objects. And you, you have an interesting take on what the Greys can be as far as being these minions for the reptilian elites. Which yeah, it goes deeper. Are, yeah, yeah if they are deeper. reptiles or not, that's up for discussion. And it, 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 we can agree that there is this ancient bloodline that goes way back thousands of years. That's that's 100%. Yeah, goes back to, and lizards in ancient cultures. Yeah. And I've, I think I've said this yeah. to you before, right? That I worked, uh, there was a dude when I was working in one restaurant and he was like the pest control guy, but he was a reptile expert. Like he he knew so many things about reptile. I don't know, I think, I don't know if we went to school for it or if he just learned it on his own, but he heard me the one day talking about the Illuminati and shit to someone. And then we started talking and he were talking about the reptilians and stuff like that and surprisingly he was all for it this guy was like just a normal normal joe looking dude like and he's like if you were to embody um a body if your spirit were to embody some sort of vessel then a reptile would be the best a humanoid reptilian would be the best because they can regrow limbs they can hibernate for a very long time they can withstand different weathers and that always stuck in my head and now i was like you know 22 and this guy's telling me this shit i'm like that makes sense and then you know david ike has those stories about you know a woman having a fucking alligator for a pet for some reason and then she sees the alligator shape shift and like, like well it's so so when it comes to all this the the what i was trying to get at is michael p masters he's an an he's an anthropologist he's got a phd in this shade he knows a lot about yeah, evolutionary I love anthropology. anthropology and he he says that pretty much that the grays our they, they are us from the distant future or the other the the near future because through an evolutionary standpoint from an evolutionary standpoint the way that all these all these descriptions about the grays they point to where eventually we will be the bigger the brain on 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 a on a on a bipedal creature or, or being whatever a hominid gets the smaller their face gets. What do you always see? These big heads. Yeah, they the call elongated them bulbous, skulls. Well, that's bulbous, what. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna the say that too. Smaller face. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know, smaller stature. We, we which we can attribute maybe to the singularity as we approach this AI-driven yeah. technocracy. You want to know the one theory? One with the machine. There's a theory. Is there's a one theory? So like, there's the and that's why this goes so far out like a spider web, and you you know, I mean, everything kind of connects. But there's like supposed to be the Greys that are from Zeta Reticula, or Zeta Reticuli, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and they're the beings that there is supposed to be Greys that have dicks and vaginas and can procreate and then there's grays that the reptilians made and that can't alien bbc yeah well and then there's there's the grays (laughs) that the reptilians made uh and then they end up branching off because they they or they wanted their own mission so they wanted their own but they realized they couldn't reproduce so that's where you get the hybrid program from and there's there's layers to this but there's also the theory that grays are a humanoid creature uh in the future maybe on a different planet but they live within the surface 
surface of the earth and that's why their skin is gray because they're not they don't have sunlight their eyes become mm. wide and black so they can see in the darkness they become shorter in stature so they can fit through certain caveways like there, there's True. a weird theory when it comes to that and how that we evolved being underground creatures as a humans and and humans come from supposedly the constellation of Lyra and then there a war broke out and then humans got separated all over the cosmos so that's like I'm saying there could be a rant episode coming up for this shit yeah yeah but the, the way I see it again I mean because I play both I play for I play for both teams if you know yeah what yeah I, mean, right? I try to be skeptical but <laughs> I try to be skeptical you know you have to have a, a, a some a healthy dose of skepticism because a Fuck lot yeah. of people they'll just dive into I want to believe but you have confirmation bias where yeah you it sounds fucking badass but what would they if they're so technologically advanced right what would they need from us if the Anunnaki are so so smart and they could they have all this this gene editing technology and all these things why would they need a monkey to yeah. mine gold for them why can't they just build some fucking machines and and have the machines there is you know that I mean? yeah like, i know there is that side of it and i do believe that it's a a good way to question it but then there is a, a thing about this earth and specifically this earth and this reality so what is it and how we're we're at this like stage of consciousness where we can even go one way or we can go the other, and these these creatures are interested by that. And it couldn't it's not all fucking reptilians or all greys or all the Palladians or all these different races, but s- s- there used to be. So there's a theory that back in the day. Uh, there used to be different portals around Earth, almost like stargates, where uh, this was like a good place to go. People would show up here, and then the reptilians closed it off, and that's why there's a theory about this spider web that uh, interlocks mm-hmm. Earth and is essentially a holographic um, web. Theory. Yeah, and then what well, you end up like, and they have us here because this is a reality where we end up getting stuck here, like that. There's supposedly this is another theory altogether, but there's a web that supposedly surrounds the Earth, and when you die, you you just get shot back onto earth and you reincarnate constantly. So the reptilians mm. never go without food. And, Sounds familiar. And if that's the case, then you know what I mean? And that's why they have the theory of the Palladians and the Palladians could be bad or reptilians describe a uh, dis- disguise as Palladians, but how there's supposed to be a war going on in the cosmos because there is races of beings that want to protect us and help us get to the next conscious state. And then there's the reptilians that want their food and they want us to constantly be recycled back into different bodies. And there's, theories about them torturing souls after they die it, yeah. and it goes and that's what i'm saying we should wait to get really deep on this in a raid episode because i probably have some shit that would like either like it just creep you out in general the things i've heard and why i used to listen to coast to coast a lot and read a lot of different shit and now that i'm older well, I'm, I'm already slight yeah i'm 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 slightly uncomfortable right now and slightly aroused <laughs> yeah. so so I mean again and 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 it goes back into ancient times you have the nagas from yeah. India which which Hindu culture is one of the oldest cultures you have Quetzalcoatl which is this feathered, feathered serpent yeah. in Mesoamerica and you have it it, it goes it comes back it goes back down to what you're saying that serpent worship and then the whole serpent eating the tail shit of the Ouroboros yeah yeah, it it, all this stuff seems to like connect and and I can yeah and I can go on on and on about this because there's so many different variables that have to come into play 
and that some of these theories could be c- completely correct and some of them can be completely wrong. But I, I highly believe that there is something going on. And I believe, and I've said this since I was in my early 20s, that if you, the more you talk about this stuff and the more you inform people, I've had uh, not so much now in my life, but when I was in my early 20s, I had a lot of fucking stupid people like, you know, claiming this, claiming that, saying, you know, my theories were wrong or whatever, or that this doesn't make sense. But when you actually dissect it, these people are just closed off. And don't want to believe because it scares them. A lot of times, uh, the truth scares people. The truth, truth is scary, and yeah. it's true because people don't want to even think about. Uh, they people can't even imagine and think about what's beyond their town, rather than beyond the whole fucking galaxy and what could be out there. And yeah. it just makes sense with the way this world works and the violence and and the gov- the way the government runs. And it's just like we should be living in a place of paradise by now. But for thousands like hundreds of years thousands of years we've been in turmoil so yeah and i and i think about that all the time like like it's the whole microcosm and macrocosm do you know how many how many miles there are in a light year bro uh, i don't know thousands <laughs> seven trillion miles a trillion. in a light year <laughs> yeah, yeah and they found they found a planet that has water <sighs> similar to earth a cozy 200 light years away from earth so yeah, there's yeah, the super, the super earths, which are really like, they're like earths, but better. And they, but they, here's the thing, it, dude, how the fuck here answer yeah. me this. This is, this is, this is why I think the government is all just live action role playing. It's all just a show. It's all just, you know, it's just for entertainment. And we've talked about earth being a prison created by the Demiurge, Yad the Boath, right? We, we've already yeah. talked about that. The Gnostics were onto that. Plato was onto all that bullshit. How do they know about that? I don't fucking know. But <laughs> listen to this. How are you going to tell me that they have come up with, with a map to the universe or, yeah. or the map of our galaxy? And and I read this article the other day and I talked about it on my pod, on a podcast last week where our, our, we're headed closer to a black hole in our galaxy. They're able to map out our galaxy. Listen, they're able to map out our fucking galaxy. <laughs> But you're not able to find the cure to coronavirus or, or, the or cure cancer. cancer. They have but it. You're they able have it. To map out the fucking galaxy. Yeah, and that's Do what bothers me. Stupid that fucking sounds. And for all the people that want the vaccination, they say it's gonna sixty uh, percent of the population will become sterile if they take it. So don't fucking take that shit. But uh, no, that's why it's we have this all this technology, and I believe that is reverse engineered from alien crafts, and, and there's a lot of evidence behind that in general. Touch technology came out of fucking nowhere, and, and all all this stuff. And I do believe that they're hiding numerous amounts of shit, and like that's why you got like high level Freemasons that actually know what's going on believe in you know the 33 degrees, and you got 33 vertebrae in your shit, spine. Bro. There is some that do, and I do believe that they have that, that archaic knowledge. They have an idea at least an idea of what they believe i think say, maybe there's a dude i think maybe there's a one percent that no it's it's literally the one percent the one percent that that knows what the fuck's going on yeah. those are the ones that that the control that, and puppet everything that fuck the kids and eat them yeah too. you know what i mean like like and, and that sounds so fucked up but no but we but, we got uh albert fish coming up in the new year it's already recorded it's fucking hilarious episode for all the people it's gonna be a good one and albert fish why do people like that exist and i know people will be like well you just go i've never heard of that guy bro, uh, albert really albert fish one yeah. of the most famous serial killers he he ate kids there's a famous letter he he took this girl um in the pretense of uh essentially going he wanted he 
pretty much like abuse kids th- throughout his whole life. Oh, and, fuck that guy. And then so he, he brings, he ends up like convincing this mom at a time. I'm not going to get into it because we're going to dive into on a strange brew. But, and that he convinces this mom to let her girl go with, this little girl go with him. And then he cooked and ate her and then wrote the letter to the mother and saying how her ass was delicious because he cooked it in the oven. And, and I'm always like, why do these people exist? Why is that? And I know it can stem from him because he was beat as a kid and, and went to an orphanage where people were getting raped and stuff like that. But I know that can stem from that psychologically, but there is just people and serial killers in general. And it feels like they're possessed by some yeah. force that is yeah. unnatural to this planet. And, and it's just like, people can say what they want, but that's my belief is that there is negative energies at play in this fucking planet and people will never understand it. Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. But anyways, let's let, get let's, into let's, this. <laughs> let's dive into this. I'm yeah. going to start off and it's it's in I, I think the Matrix 4 is coming out too soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. Next, and um next year. You, you ever seen the Evil Dead? Evil Dead? Yes. Uh, they're coming yes. out with a fucking Evil Dead fucking video game for PlayStation Five. Oh really? I'm like stoked. It looks fucking dope, man. Like being that's ash the movie and where shit. they're like it's a simulation, right? With all the different. No, no. Honestly, if you've never seen Evil Dead, watch the first one. The second one's even fucking better. Evil Dead Two is amazing, and it's Bruce Campbell in it, and it's like these creatures come out essentially in this, and he he reads the Necronomicon, and then it releases all these demons. If you've never seen, oh, this it, is an older movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's oh, a no, no, classic one. I'm talking about what's yeah. that one movie where they're Cabin they're, in they're the Woods? A, uh, Cabin in the yeah, Woods. Yeah, yeah. That movie, bro. That movie. Oh, no. Cool. Honestly, I'm telling you, one. Put that on your docket. Watch Evil Dead 1 and 2. Don't tell me what to do. 2 don't is don't fucking so good. You have no idea. 2 is like, Tom, it's t- like a dark know, comedy. I know. Just do it. It's like crazy. <laughs> so, so let's get into this. Yeah. In 1994. Teachers and school officials at the Ariel School in Rua, Zimbabwe, were astonished when no less than 62 students claimed to have had a bizarre and terrifyingly prophetic encounter with a UFO and its unearthly occupants. And we can say 100%. And if you try and look this case up, dude, there's literally on Wikipedia, there's literally one sentence. Yeah, there's not. And there is government programs, Project Blue Book, in the government. A, 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 a tip that study this phenomenon, right? Yeah, and like, like MUFON and shit. There's other MUFON. countries have had, they have pretty much the done the 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 disclosure of these beings right and some say that with with the craziness of i think it was what earlier this year or last year where they came out with the i think it was in 2017 where they came out with the tic tac video and then you have that one guy from the uh, nimitz coming out with the with the with the encounter that he had he was on joe rogue and he's been on all these other podcasts talking about these encounters and how they mentioned in those recordings that they they've already they, they see him all the time right we there is obviously something going on. I believe, I truly believe that in 9-11, the two point something <coughs> trillion dollars that went missing were for, was a black oh, budget. It was a black budget that because you can already you already know that yeah, the government, yeah. the government, the, the octopus of the government, some legs don't talk to others. So I wouldn't doubt it if this was actually some technology that 
they have developed on their own maybe perhaps right whatever if you want to say it's alien technology and they copied it whatever fuck it then it is but some technology that they know about that they have that maybe some sort of secret government agency just hasn't disclosed to the rest and they're, they're not just, gonna yeah and that's they're drones they're yeah, probing it's around the same they, way yeah it's the same way in serial killer cases cops won't talk to other f- counties about what's going on in their county so uh, uh it's just a weird yeah. kind of point yeah. that like serial killers got away with shit for as long as they did in for some cases because yeah because cops database. were like oh, i'm not giving you the info that i have and it's just like and then they think it's separate cases when it's the fucking same thing yeah yeah you know exactly I mean? so if the government has tried to hide this type of shit, it wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, I don't put it past them that they're, that they're hiding this shit. No. So on Friday, September 16th, 1994, the Republic of Zimbabwe's aerial school, a private elementary school about 20 miles outside the capital of Harare, I think that's how you say it, became the host of one of the most unusual cases in the history of UFO, UFOlogy. When a throng of over 60 school children claimed to have had a run-in with a pair of creatures from, quote-unquote, out of this world. The event began at approximately 10.15 a.m. while the children, who range in ages ages 5 to 12 years old and were of African, Asiatic, and European descent. I think that's how you say it, Asiatic descent, were playing in the field adjacent to the school during their mid-morning break on the already scorching 91-degree day. The children claimed that they were playing when they noticed three, quote-unquote, silver balls, nice, (laughs) soaring in the sky above the school. These orbs, which quickly caught the attention of the whole group, intermediately flashed red and would disappear in a burst of light, then reappeared in another section of the sky. So they're seeing these balls just reappearing all over the sky, right? Yeah. Which... That's not the first time that we hear about the same. The Arizona lights. There's a many. Yeah, the Arizona lights. These these you know formations of these orange orbs and all this shit. Right, the typical flying saucer. You know what I mean? That the one thing that gets to me is like when people do DMT that they all see the same shit. Maybe it is another dimension. Maybe. This is a glitch in, 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 to another dimension. When you do when yeah. you do mushrooms, you kind of sort of see the same thing, right? Maybe. I know. I was just asking my buddy for mushrooms, and he can get DMT it's, too. So I'm like, it's yeah, got to be. DMT. That's why I'm in the whole interdimensional thing because maybe, maybe it's something that like their camouflage fails for one second, and they like bleed through yeah. this other realm, and they're like, holy shit! And then, we you see know, they, what Nord Point, whatever fucking of reality. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's what gets me. So according to the eyewitnesses, these mysterious metallic objects vanished and rematerialized three, three more times before slowly descending toward the school following a line of transmission towers. The anxious kids then claimed that one of the silver UFOs dropped lower than the others and landed. Yep. Or hovered just above the ground in a cluster of gum trees about 300 feet from their, where they were playing. So they were fucking close. Although the area where the UFO had landed was forbidden to the children due to the proliferation of thorn bushes, poisonous snakes, and spiders, it was not fenced off from the schoolyard. This allowed the still frightened yet intensely curious kids to begin their approach to this unusual object. It was at that moment that this already strange scene took a turn for the bizarre when a small, 
black clad humanoid figure approximately three feet in height emerged from the top of the object yeah the they witnesses, like have have he has a he, they had big heads there's a like a, uh what, how yeah. many of them they had no nose just two holes no mouth and long black hair which i've never heard i think it's a long black Dick. Yeah, I never heard of that <laughs> shit though. Like a fucking like it sounds kind of like a gray, but with long black hair. It's almost like the bitch from the ring coming out of your TV <laughs> screen. No, it's fucking weird. So yeah, so the witnesses claimed that the being suit was shiny and tight fitting. They also stated that it had a scrawny neck, a narrow face, thin arms and legs, long black hair, and huge so eyes like like rugby balls. So the entity, apparently unaware of the growing crowd of spectators, scrambled down to the rough patch of earth, presumably to explore the terrain. Not unlike the bizarre geologically inclined beings that landed in the Russian city of and some other place in 1989, which I don't know about that one. Yeah. But the creature apparently moved back and forth in the scrub bush like it was, quote unquote, bouncing as if he were on the moon but not quite so much so, so trippy. here's the thing dude here's the thing if you're so technologically advanced mm. how the fuck are you not gonna notice that there's a bunch of people around you <clears throat> this is why yeah, listen, they're so they're, preoccupied so with what they're doing and, and that's why i've said before no, it's just bro, like come on but dude. no you could be advanced but you could also not understand humans because and yeah. you know what i mean like there is the famous and if you have never listened to it i've listened to it too many times but there's like a the the um transcript uh interview from a, uh, a reptilian woman named lacerta and it's it's who knows if it's true or not but the way it was described supposedly this guy interviewed a reptilian and they said that they're different they don't they, they some of them are what? more intelligent yeah look up the uh interview with the reptilian on youtube it's if you it's people won't want to listen to it because robot voice talking because it's a transcript but i've listened oh. to it two or three times and it just gives weird details who knows if it's true or not but just how they some beings don't understand us like we don't understand them and they show up and then maybe they get like they're just show up here or they hear about earth and then they show up and they don't really understand how we are and they don't know how to communicate with us so it's fucking weird yeah it's like again it's just like how elon musk talks about that eventually there's not going to be any languages there's not going to be we're not going to be communicating with vocal language. If we get to the fourth dimension, it's all about telepathic. It's a primitive yeah. way to transmit information. Yeah. When we're typing, it's a primitive way to transmit information. In our heads, we can think of things quick. We can go anywhere in yeah. our heads. We can we the imagination and consciousness is just crazy. But then when it comes out to the real world, it's like again, like, like when I when I talked to my uh, friend of mine, Anderson Silver, we talked about how we have a a we have a supercomputer, but our body is like an older operating system. It's like Windows 95 still. But yet we yeah. want to keep going faster and faster and faster. But we can't keep, keep up because we're still using our primitive bodies that were designed to fight off fucking saber-toothed tigers yep. back in the day with fucking wooden spheres and shit like that, right? And all this shit. We're still using that body. We haven't, like how you're saying, get, gotten to that next no, dimension. Yeah, and, and I feel with and, the and singularity, I believe that something's holding us back. And I, I highly believe that, that there is some holding this back and like David Icke's fucking shit. He's always like, you know, it's like holding a balloon full of air underwater. Eventually it's going to yeah. burst and pop up. It's just going to be rapid. Bap, bap, bap. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So 
This description is similar to that given by the two Finnish lumberjacks who in 1971 claimed to have had an encountered claimed to have encountered a green spacesuit clad three-foot alien known as Kinula known as the Kinula humanoid. Those also seem to exhibit an apparent lack of weight while on terra firma. So, so yeah, on land. Earth, yeah. It, it was at this point that second it was at this point that a second shiny suited entity emerged from the top of the craft while the first seemed to almost inadvertently approach the children. The younger kids horrified by these ostensibly interstellar apparitions. Wow, I fucking suck at reading. <laughs> began screaming in terror and calling out for help. Uh, Apparently help, they help! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they believe these creatures to be demons known as the Tokoloshi, which, again, Tokoloshi. this is why, yeah, I know what the this is why is. back then, all the shit that we talked about, we talked about the, the sleep paralysis episode yes. where people would come up with these, anthrop- you know, they anthropomorphize like these, these everything, right? The gods yeah. back then, all these things. We, we want to have it be like a human, right? They would be like this old hag sitting on your chest, right? So yes. the Tokoloshi, which were known as demons, which are notorious for devouring young ones. And that's why I believe in every urban myth or legend, there's always a grain of truth. That's the why terrified- uh, William Cooper talks about that. The famous conspiracy theorist that they fucking murdered him in his home. And he oh, talks sure. about that. You, you never heard of William Cooper? Fuck, sounds familiar, look but... him up, man. He's like the granddaddy of conspiracy theory. He wrote Be, uh, Behold the Pale Horse, but he had the, more of the, the theory of, yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah, he had more of the theory that um, that the aliens were actually demons. I don't believe that side of it. There's like 20% of, of truth in what he talks about. Growing up in church... They, they, they always told me that too, bro. They always said, Hey, you know, the outer space, they're demons, right? Which (laughs) interestingly enough, the Gnostics also believe that every planetary, every celestial body was a different demon and it's orbits a different dimension. So the terrified children ran into the school, leaving the older students behind the first human humanoid suddenly, suddenly aware of the youthful eyes that were watching its every move disappeared without a warning. Within seconds, the same creature, or one identical to it, reemerged behind the craft. The two beings stared motionlessly at the lingering children. So these kids were literally next to what were believed to be aliens. And dude, yeah, and I the, hadn't really and one, ever one girl said this until yeah. It is weird because one girl's even like, so, uh, I think something's about to, uh, that's going to happen, said one little girl. What I thought was maybe the world is going to end. They were telling us the world's going to end. I don't even know. It just popped in my head. He didn't say anything. He just talked with his eyes. So like they could telepathically yeah, talk. They're talking to the kids. That that goes. That goes. So, yeah. So, Elsa... That goes with the Hollow Earth. Elsa from Admiral uh, Bird. Is that from that Disney movie? So that's the, no, that's the girl's <laughs> name supposedly. The one that's talking, the one that you're talking about. The the, yeah. The Elsa's claim that she she had an overwhelming <laughs> sensation when she looked into its eyes, 
is telling them that we are doing harm to the earth. Another student indicated that these extraterrestrials seem to feel that human technology was quickly growing out of control and suggested quote oh, unquote, yeah, something's yeah. going to happen. So fucked. And now we need to be careful with of our technology. But what what freaks me out about this is this it's the same thing as in Hollow Earth with Admiral Byrd when supposedly he was in Shambhala or Agartha, where the the master was telling him the same thing. And said, same, yeah, and same with the this, aliens this, after uh, Roswell. Uh, so they're, yeah, yeah. it's the same so, fucking thing. They're like, as soon as they let off the first nuclear bomb, they're like, oh, fuck, yeah. they're going to fucking kill themselves. Yeah, so that's what leads me to believe that it is maybe perhaps some other governmental entity or... Because why the fuck would they care if we kill ourselves? They're supposed you know to be the I Galactic mean? Federation of Light. I remember looking up this when I was very you young. Getting... Ashtar Galactic Command. Yeah, bro. I yeah. Did a fucking oh. episode. Uh, and Ish goes deep. That's what got me into aliens, really, was looking up the Galactic Federation of Light. And a lot of people think it's disinformation. It's the shit ever, it is. Dude. But there is that thing of how, if there is, and I'm maybe believe because there's other people like George Calavisius that believes that um, he's an abductee from Australia that's in UFO conferences. And he believes in the the Andromeda Council, which in the Andromeda Council is a yeah. bunch of different alien races that are here to kind of protect other this beings. That, Star Wars, and, bro. And, it, and I would love that. And I would love I it. I am the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that shit. And the fact that, like, he talks about how they're trying to protect us, but at the same time, the reptilians aren't. So if we destroy ourselves with a nuclear war, the reptilians could technically take over the Earth. They don't really need the plant life and the vegetation. They could live underground. And it's like, why is this plant so important? It's supposed to be the vibration of it, too. So so you're telling me, dude, that there is really a Jar Jar Binks? Is that what you're trying to tell me? There might be. There could be any being. And the thing is, with the whole movies and stuff like that, like they said in even the Jacques Vallée episode, is that you could be... You could be the, like Spielberg shit. Spielberg supposedly had close communications with people that knew about UFOs and aliens and that it's like drip fed in how these movies could be put in people's consciousness technically to slowly awake us. And it could be 200 years from now. It could be 10 years from now. What was it recently? I think that last week an Israelite official said that there are aliens, but humans aren't prepared. Yep. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get in some so, other stories or are we finishing off this way? You still got more? Yeah, I still got I still got way more, dude. All right. So following this silent yet so so we've already established that the message that these that these entities give to people, it's very similar all throughout all these different accounts. Yeah. Get rid of your nuclear weapons. It happened right after we had dropped the atomic bomb on uh, I believe on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah. Where Everything. So when, if you watch, I think it was, what's that one documentary on Hulu by those guys I don't like? The the one that oh, you always talk about. I love David uh, Wilcock. What, David Wilcox and the other one. What's the other guy's name? Uh, um, uh, fucking Corey. Corey Good. Corey Good. Corey Good. They they did this documentary. I forgot the name of it. It was on Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Oh, that's fucking this dope. This cosmic web of where when we split the atom, it caused a ripple in that. Yeah in that cosmic web and it that triggered them to us. So read David would read a David Wilcock book before you judge him. The guy's fucking pretty smart. And if you do watch his videos, a lot of people want to say this or that he makes a lot of good points and maybe only 5% of it's true. Maybe fucking 60% is true, but he's David Wilcock's like a lesser known David Ike where he's done his research. Like he has, he's looked into a lot of shit. 
maybe maybe I'll give him a chance. Maybe. Yeah. Like how <laughs> I gave you a chance. Who, yeah. who the fuck knows? But again, the message is the same. Following this silent yet powerful message. So Elsa, she's getting this this telepathic message from this entity. Which seems profoundly more direct than the vague warnings of doom that are alleged to come from appearance of the Mothman. <coughs> so we talked about the Mothman and how every time you see him, it's something bad's about to happen. So before a bridge collapse or before a bunch of people were going to die, you would see the Mothman, right? So the being disappeared again and the silvery oval shaped object ascended up through the gum trees at an incredible velocity and vanished. The entire event lasted only about 15 minutes. But they were fucking, they were arms reach away from these fucking aliens for 15 fucking minutes. It should be noted that scores of people who have had alien encounters also claim to have been shown apocalyptic visions by their extraterrestrial captors. This fascinating report may have ended there, may have ended there were it not for work of intrepid investigative journalist Cynthia Hine. Known, known during her lifetime as Africa's foremost UFO researcher, who was hot on the case the next day. So we would have never fucking found out about this. And there's really not a lot of information about it. When first informed of the incident, Hine wasted no time in contacting the headmaster of the aerial school, Colin Mackey, and asking him to have the children draw pictures of what they had seen. And the pictures, I mean, they draw pretty much what the what the traditional gray is mm -hmm. and how i talked about it maybe it is a glitch in the yeah. matrix and i got a very small thing to do with that there was actually the same thing in uh, the bbc reports that in 1977 a group of children from broad haven primary school claimed to have seen a ufo near their playground the same kind of way and the teachers of the school refused to believe them but when the children were separated and asked to draw pictures of their experience they all came up with the exact same drawing of the exact same flying saucer that's the, that's what fucking gets me bro that they were they didn't even talk and then they would all come up with the same drawing that's fucked bro so i feel that maybe nowadays the grays or whatever these things are i believe that they're interdimensional just like how bigfoot is with the nephilim and the elohim yeah. and all this stuff from the book of genesis i feel that nowadays the way that when, when they appear to people, I, I believe that they appear less nowadays because there is more yeah. technology. There are more cameras. And I want to talk about this case from 1803 where it's called it's and it's it's I believe it's Japanese. It's it's called Utsuro Boon. Have you ever heard about that? Nope. <laughs> so it's it's also referred to uh, Utsuro Foon and Urobun. And I, hopefully I'm saying that right. Who gives refers a Refers to an <laughs> unknown object that allegedly washed ashore in 1803 in Hitachi province on the eastern coast of Japan. When defining Utsuro Boon, the Boon part means boat, while Utsuro means empty or hollow. Accounts of the tale appear in three texts. In oh, is that when the girl came out of the ship? Yes. I know that one. Yeah, me and, Bro. Billy, me and Billy talked about this on our Strange Encounters with Aliens episode. How fucking wild is that? It's crazy. And she came out of the ship and stuff. And, like, it's fucking weird. If you want to, like... 1803, yeah, dude. For the fans that want to listen, there is the Strange Encounters with Aliens. And this is when, honestly, when me and Billy were trying to follow the COVID rules and we were all on lockdown. So we recorded it through, like, Skype and shit. And we both talked about it. It's pretty fucking weird and there's a picture of it from 1884 where it's it's it literally looks like a fucking yep. ufo 
And well, yeah. again, I mean, I mean, the maneuvers that these things do. If you watch videos of pilots in their jets where they fucking black out and all that stuff, but the maneuvers that these things do, it yeah. would. It would kill somebody. Yeah. Right. What's doing all these 90 degree angles and fucking just stopping and going. And it's and because the gravity no inside the ship is different from the outside. Right. So they who like the, are stationary. Who the, fuck, who the fuck knows? I mean, even in Star Wars, when they hit like hyperspeed, they're like. Yeah, right but there. it's the it's the gravity with inside the ship holds them down. And that's why, like, are you a fucking alien? <laughs> I just looked way too much into this. But they have like a bunch of the, you know, if you look up any UFO encounters, if you see um, a shiny UFO, like uh, saucer shaped, like like most of the tales that they tell, that is most likely something created by the military. But when you get mm -hmm. into the UFOs that are changing color and color hues constantly, which if you look up UFO um, sightings on YouTube, you will find stuff from Toronto, stuff from fucking Israel, yeah. everywhere. And there's the same looking ship. And I've seen these before. And it wasn't me. It was my friend that wasn't really into conspiracies. And we were outside just smoking a joint. And this is when we were like 17, 18. And he was seeing these stars. But these stars are going red, blue, yellow, green. And my eyes suck. So I was like, what are you looking at? So he brought up binoculars. And we started looking closer. And you could see them bob like in a like a like a bobber in water and these thin there was like a couple of them we could see them and i said that it's plausible maybe it's a star but stars usually uh let off the the same color in some cases but these things you could tell you could literally see blue red green yellow and supposedly the color hues have something to do with the technology they use to be able to use their ships and those ones are the real fucking ufos and i've I still look up in the stars and I still see weird shit and I'm always skeptical more now than I used to be, but there's something I fucking mean, deep going on. So you've seen a UFO or yeah. what you believe? Well, and be? also there was a time where, um, uh, my mom's house, I would know I was like 1920 and I was staying on the, the, we have a, they had a deck that was like pretty high up and I was smoking a cigarette and this like huge, like white light. I could see and it was tripping me out. It was kind of moving and it was pretty big, like almost uh, bright enough to light up the backyard. And um, my mom's boyfriend at the time, he, I t he came in the door. I turned around, looked back. The thing was fucking gone. And this thing was yeah, bright. I, I mean, I live near an airport, so I think I've seen UFOs or what I thought was. And I was with my my one of my wife's cousins and I was like, bro, what is that? Because it was in a formation. But usually yeah. when you see when you see a plane it's got a flashing light on it and these things were just on like a triangle formation and they just were sitting there and i drove up to the stop sign and i looked up and i said well again occam's razor maybe it's yeah just a fucking plane well right? yeah, yeah he's like holy shit bro we just saw a ufo and i was like maybe maybe not right yeah because again i i i'm i'm skeptical to a certain extent because there is no there's no evidence, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're like always it's, the pictures it, it, are yeah. fucking fuzzy, Bigfoot. It's always because they're suppressing it. That's what I believe. I? They're suppressing it, and and you know what I mean. So like, I got I got stories. If you want to get into them, too many probably for the whole fucking episode, but. Um, there is a bunch of weird shit like, you know, you have uh, there's disappearance of a guy, Australian pilot Frederick uh, Valnich was 
flying over a bass strait when he encountered something he couldn't identify and he got on the radio to notify air control but there was a strange vessel and that was never seen before circling him as it was taunting him it was hovering not an aircraft and uh his last words were is it is it is hovering it's not an aircraft and no one's seen him since so like it's fucked. Wow. There's a case in even Canada. Um, this uh, naval reserve lieutenant and co-pilot Graham Berthium uh, occupied the captain's seat near Newfoundland, Canada, when they spotted a huge floating object. He claimed it was 300 feet in diameter on uh, near uh, a collision course with an aircraft that almost hit them, and the co-pilot started what. State, my girlfriend's prep bug on me. Uh, the co-pilot stated in his official report, I observed a glow of a, a light below the horizon about 1,000 to uh, 1,500 feet uh, above the water. We both observed its course motion for about four to five minutes before calling the attention to the crew. Suddenly, the object changed direction at incredible speed and pulsated and changed colors, like I just said, and yeah. then it fucking tripled its speed and fucking you couldn't see it beyond the horizon. Well, that's the thing. So when I talked to Dr. Masters, he said that the light and all this shit, it's like manipulating space and time. Yeah, that's what it's I gotta, think. Yeah, it's got to do with the what with, with he explained this this analogy of like a cone. And, and he, we talked about space travel and time travel and all yep. this shit and how movies all got it wrong. And again, dude, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I like to believe because I'm, I'm 100 percent on board with the ancient aliens and all this all this craziness. And, and I mean, I, I, I talk about Tartaria, but I reserve some a healthy dose of skepticism. Because, Me too. And, and when I'm getting older, it's just like, you know, how badly yeah. I want to believe in this shit and want it to be true. And and when I was a kid, I, I've always I had weird feelings like I was being watched a lot like. I, and especially when I was a kid getting into this, I believed in, I don't know if I believe it anymore, but maybe it led me to do a podcast. I don't fucking know, but I really believe when I was a kid that I was in, especially playing with Ouija boards and, and, and then starting to figure out that maybe I was talking to something that was alive, maybe just from another dimension, which got a little weird at, at points. And I could talk about that on a rant episode, but how I always thought like that, that, you know, that we're all special and that there's some people like me, like you, that may have had contact with aliens. We might not even know, or there, we might have communication psychically because, uh, if you ever, and there's a weird thing, if you ever have a thought that's not your own, if you ever have a thought that comes in your head, like, Oh, I normally wouldn't think that people believe that that is something implementing in your head. Like a fucking a reptilian could be a bad thing. Um, there's a lot of weird shit that goes in this, but I'm not going to go down that hole. But if you want to talk about this is interesting. So according to unconfirmed, unconfirmed reports, both Neil Armstrong and uh, Buzz Aldrin saw a UFO shortly after a historical landing on the moon. But this could have been faked because I do have a weird belief that the moon landings were faked to beat the Russians. But viewers listening to the broadcast heard... Armstrong referred to lights above the crater before his audio feed went dead for a few minutes. According what to a former fuck? NASA uh, employee, Otto Binder, unnamed radio hams with their VHF receiving equipment that bypasses NASA's broadcast, and that's what it is, picked up the following stain, uh, exchange. NASA, what's, the, uh, what's there? Apollo 11. These babies are huge, sir. Enormous. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you, there's another spacecraft out there lined up as oh, the far fuck? side of the crater's edge. They're on the moon. They're watching us. 
Armstrong and Aldrin had denied the exchange took place, but others insisted that off record the astronauts have admitted to many scientists they did see something. Did you ever have you ever heard about the black satellite? Uh, I think so. Pretty yeah, sure. It's like supposedly this mothership that hovers above the Earth. Well, and like I've told you, I don't know if I've, I've said, but uh, I think I've told you to look up that NASA tether footage. Uh, yeah. we're, and that's fucking, that footage to me is incredible. People can say what they want, that it could be debris in space. I'll actually post this on the Strange Brew Hoseheads page when this comes out, if I fucking remember. Um, maybe Juan can remind me, but it, it, for the people that are skeptical, this to me is the most compelling footage. Yes, it could be some debris, but why is it reflecting? And you see things that are vibrating with like, yeah. like, the, like it, it looks like they're vibrating with light, but it's because it's black and white footage-ish. It's just an old camera but you can see thousands or hundreds of these these things moving back and forth and there's ones that are pulsating it looks like they're pulsating and they actually go past the tether and the tether is fucking massive i'm saying massive and these things are compared to it are huge and the people think that the discs that are flying by the tether are actually motherships and this has to be uh this is kind of into the realms that maybe there is a war going on above our heads and i've said that in a song that the war there's a war going on above our heads and shit like that so like and we don't even understand or know it and the tether footage is pretty spectacular and amazing to me because you can see it looks like a bunch of sperm fucking floating around the sky like it's the yeah, weirdest the, the, shit it's called the black knight satellite and it's, yeah. it's supposedly this, I've this heard, oh yeah i've heard about that. that that hovers over the world and there there's a supposed picture of it but again i mean it's like i told you we, we maybe perhaps these movies that we see are to condition us to believe and and the other night i was hunting with a buddy of mine he looked up in the sky he's like hey bro what the hell's that thing moving and i was like well again occam's razor it's probably a satellite right like an but actual that's my mom satellite. always says because she's so skeptical and it's like how is a satellite like yeah satellites can reflect off the sun and, yeah. and but most satellites don't have uh light radiated from it it might have like Lights yeah, but I mean, you can download shit. apps, bro, yeah. that'll tell you when a satellite's about to fly over you, and you yeah. can you can see it. I mean, I got this big ass telescope behind me over here, bro. I mean, I've looked up and I've seen nebulas and all that stuff, so I believe space is real. And next week, I'm doing a podcast with David Wace. Uh, uh, that's how you said his, uh, his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, flat earther and no. we're, uh, <laughs> yo really okay i had a fuck i got a fucking email from a guy uh about david weiss saying like yeah. oh like do you want to have him on your show and he may have found you through me or the other way around yeah. and they're actually like he's been on like uh alex jones and all this yeah. shit and i'm not gonna respond because i if it was something different I've said I'm not going to cover Flat Earth on Strange Brew Podcast, and I fucking mean it. And if we do, if we do, it's going to be me and Billy, and we're going to make fun of it like crazy. Because Hey, man, I mean, I'm open to, dude, I'm open to whatever, bro. Fucking Flat Earth. Flat, if, I, if Flat Earth exists, my whole fucking theories go out the window. So, hey, if you, give, if, you, if you give me proof, if you launch me out into space... And you fucking show me that it's a disc. Girl, sign up to go to Mars, man. Put up that money and go to Mars. If, if you if you show me that it's a disc 
fine, dude. Give me, give me, give me evidence. But I think it's why I mean, we reverting back to like fucking this fucking thirteen hundreds. Like this is ridiculous. I don't believe in flat Earth whatsoever. And well, I, we talked about every single tale has a yeah, grain of truth. If bro, the fans I mean, want us to get into fucking flat Earth, let me know. Strangebrewpodcast at gmail If you guys want me and Billy to talk about flat Earth, we're gonna make fun of it. So, and that's what I was afraid of. If I had this guy on, I can be biased or not biased. Are but you can, afraid that? He's gonna convince you otherwise. No, okay. I no, I don't believe that. It's just like I'm afraid I'm gonna offend him. <laughs> so Dude, like I mean, I but, offend but everybody. Not everything so. has to be a debate, bro. I mean, you can hear people out. You know, we could. You know, it, yeah, it, I agree. Like how I've told you before, whatever you want to put in your butt is your business. Yeah. You know, you're still my boy. And, yeah, and and I mean, and we. I like you know, it. I'm I'm pretty sure we have different views on things, but you you're not. You know what I mean? Like, we, yeah. I hear you out. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But I like to be again. I I I don't believe that the world is flat. I don't. Yeah. I, I really don't. So I just, you wanna because uh, we we got a, a couple. I got a couple more things. But if you want for the ending for a little fun, I can read off some fun Reddit stories of people that have had UFO encounters. They're very short but fun. All right, go ahead. Bro. All right, so let me, uh, let me let me hear this bullshit. In northern Canada, there are two beliefs about whistling and the northern lights. Some tribes will tell you that if you whistle to them, the lights dance for you. Other tribes claim that if you whistle while they're out, the northern lights come down and cut you up. For safety, I learned to never whistle at the northern lights. And that's just one stupid Reddit story. Dude, but but bro, but listen. That's fucking weird. It said about Indian tribes. Yeah. It said about Indian tribes. Native, indigenous people. They're not Indians. Bro, (laughs) Indians are from India. Here's the thing. We talked about the Wendigo. We talked about Mm -hmm. all that shit. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it might be a folk tale to tell. No, I thought that was crazy. You whistle at the Northern Lights and they cut you up. So kids, shut the fuck up and not whistle at (laughs) night. But. You know, it's like that yeah. one guy that they were doing the news report. He's like, hey, I can summon UFOs. And he's like, oh, mighty one, dog, yeah. or some bullshit like that. And yeah. then the guys were like, we were skeptical. Never. And in the distance, yeah. he's like, holy shit, there he is. Yeah. Thank you. He's like praying and shit. What never whistle in jail. If you ever get arrested, never whistle in jail. It's associated with birds and people will fucking murder you because if you whistle, it, it's a reflection of the outside and birds and being outside and motherfuckers will kill you for whistling in jail. Oh, Isn't that fucking crazy? Fucking jail. So there's, I got, I got a couple more that are just fun, fucked up. So this guy's like, I was standing in my driveway smoking a cigarette, listening to my iPod. So obviously this is fucking old. Somewhere around 2 a.m., I decided to pause my iPod to turn the backlight on. I got the feeling I was being watched. I looked up and directly above me was a trapezoid-shaped craft with round edges and had dark red and black pulsating glowing outline. It was floating like electricity and it was not even 75 feet up. I could hit this thing with a rock. I stood there while it was hovering directly above me, silent for maybe 10 to 15 seconds, while it made kind of a motion similar to the ball that Luke Skywalker trained with in Star Wars. Fucking nerd. It hovered side (laughs) to side, uh, front to back in smooth motions, never getting more than 20 feet away from its original position. It was extremely fascinating. I was frozen stiff. 
After those few seconds, I waved my hand at it in a friendly manner, and then the light patterns changed, and it hovered away behind my mel- uh, behind my house. I wish I followed it, although I was too freaked out at the time to do it. Fuck, that would be if I would love that, man. If I because. And what I used to do, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes and drink when I was a teenager. And I used to stand outside and listen to like hip hop and before I write a rhyme or whatever. But I used to stand there and smoke cigarettes and like just stare up at the sky. And I used to, I believed I saw a lot of weird shit, like things moving around the sky. And I used to sit there and I felt like if you want to like attribute to your third eye or chakra, I used to feel like tingling feelings down my spine and stuff like that. And I really felt like when I was putting my consciousness out there and I used to see these, these crafts, I believe that were bobbing in the sky and that would change color. I believe even if they're thousands of miles away, if you're projecting your energy or your thoughts at it, it might even know that you're there. Even if it's a thousand miles away, it might be even to like tune into what you're thinking. And I would see these things like they would be still and then they would start moving more and more the more I thought about them and going side to side. And who knows? I mean, remember, dude, the imagination is a powerful yes. thing. Confirmation bias. If you yeah. want to believe that it's moving like me, like if you're sitting in the dark somewhere. And you start looking, you go, oh, that kind of looks like a, like a werewolf. And it fucking yeah. takes the shit. You know, that's why I believe consciousness is a powerful thing. I got to think you yeah. didn't see anything. But, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. I got a couple more really fun ones. Some of these are like, like I find fun, just even if they're not wrong uh, or, or not right or whatever. But in 1997 in Colorado Springs, I was eight years old playing in a sand vo- uh, volley court at a park down the street from my house. I was engrossed in the activity, uh, burying my collection of Happy Meal toys in the sand. Uh, so this kid's like eight. He was eight years old at the time. Then digging them back out and repeat. So he's having a little fun. I was looking down and just. Uh, decide suddenly that I need to look up because the world around me had lost all sound, which is fucking weird. There was no longer any ambient sounds, no no traffic noises, busy streets, just a block over were dead quiet, no more dogs barking, no more birds chirping. I looked at the street that uh, like bordered the park, and that's when I saw it. It looked like a stealth bomber, but turned sideways, nose leading one wing up uh, towards the end of the road and the other one pointing towards the sky. Completely shiny, black in color, as tall as a house, shaped at like an arrowhead, which is fucking weird because that would be like a stealth bomber. It was cruising yeah. down the street at three miles per hour, just gliding over the road. I watched it for maybe 20 seconds, and as soon as it passed behind two-story houses and out of sight, I got my my hearing back full force and i ran home with my piss pants soaked in piss my pants well, soaked um, in piss again that goes fucking to weird like barney and betty hill where the hypnotist was like they experienced that maybe yeah when we get into it it's so something scary, that yeah. they're able to manipulate space and time around you yeah and maybe taylor if they flip a switch right if they remember to flip the switch they're able to you know Either blend in with the environment at all times, which would hint that we're in a simulation yep. of some sort, or you know, it, it could go a lot of different ways. Like you said, it, it is a rabbit hole and it is a web of of different things that it can go. I mean, I, and I like so, to think about yeah, this. Shit. It's, it's fucking crazy. It, it's so fucked, and like a lot of these things, like are connected. These who knows these people's stories are true, but they obviously believe in it, and they all sound similar to other experiences i have a couple more but i'll just end it with this last one that i liked because i looked up a bunch of them so it's a little longer but 
Uh, so let's get into it. It's uh, back when I was an undergrad. I had a couple buddies who were big stargazers. One of them lived in a remote part of eastern Washington where you could see everything clearly away from the light pollution. He invited me in and another friend to visit his family for Thanksgiving one year, and we said yes. One night, we went out to the field, knee-high grass, and we were looking up at the sky. It was really neat, and we saw a bunch of shooting stars. My friend suddenly pointed out a bright light in the sky and asked what it was. My other friend, uh, the one that was into astronomy and all the stuff he's like oh man i don't don't know what i don't know what it is it didn't really move but it bobbed in the sky kind of a bouncing up and down and these are the things i've seen many times like dead serious and it was like a candle or something it would fizzle out and literally look like it would burn bright up and i've seen this at least like 10 times where I've seen something that looks like uh, a star you might think, but it would go almost black and then get really, really bright and then go back to like dull and then really, really bright. And it's really weird. So, uh, that had been weird by itself, but this wasn't the weird part. We sort of thought of nothing of it. We're actually joking about seeing UFO. We came across this guy in the middle of the field, I still have no idea how he got there. This is weird. I have no idea how he got there since we could see pretty far in all directions. We would have noticed him walking around. He was youngish, pretty much our age. He wasn't wearing any shoes or a shirt, as far as I could tell, was only wearing jeans. He was sitting up, curled up with his arms wrapped around his knees and shivering. Keep in mind, this is the end of November, so no one would ever go out without a t-shirt unless you're fucking dumb. Uh, we, that was my input, but we were scared to approach him, so we asked from afar if he was okay. Hey! Hey! You, you okay out there? And uh, he sort of just stared at us blankly and said, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. He didn't sound drunk, but you could hear in his voice that he was cold. Eventually, we went over to him and asked him how he got there. He didn't want to talk about it and that he needed to go to a hospital. He's like, I need to go to a hospital. I I can't talk. My friend called 911 and some cops showed up with an ambulance at the nearby gas station and we all walked to. I let him borrow my coat while we waited. He didn't really say anything except he asked for our names and what we were doing. He also asked my friend about a couple constellations. Which is weird. The cops asked us a few questions. The paramedics took the dude away. I left him my jacket. My friend told the story to his family the next morning. And I remember I even forgot about the lights. But we made the connection. Maybe he was a junkie. And, you know, something happened. But who knows? And that shit's weird that, like... That is weird. Okay, you see a UFO. I probably wouldn't even go up to that motherfucker oh. I see if I was out in the middle of if the If I was with my buddies, I probably would be like, you all right, man? Like, are you good? You, like, you smoke a little too much meth? Uh, but Nah, fuck that. But, be like, yo, is that a guy over there? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have a shirt on. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, it is weird to me that, in general, it's just like, you see a UFO... And you're in uh, an empty grass space. Like, it would be almost... If they were in a cornfield, I'd be like, it's real. But, like, the fact that they end up seeing this dude after they see a UFO and then the guy doesn't really know where he is or what's going on. And that's the weird shit because for all they know, maybe this craft dropped them off. And, like, we have Travis uh, Walton or on... Or he the- fell out. Yeah. 
Uh, fuck, it's who knows, but like I have Travis Walton ready to go uh, eventually when we dive into on Strange New Podcast. But even that case in general is fucked up, and that like Ill Bill talks about that in one of his songs. It's just like you know uh, the guy, oh, someone left in a cornfield, and he doesn't know if it's real, kind of shit. Like it's fucking weird, and it, it, I love talking about this stuff because it gives you that, that that chill down your spine. Is this real or not? Like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, I, I want to believe. A part of me believes, but then a part of me doesn't. Yeah. Where it, maybe it is interdimensional, maybe it's not, maybe it is a, a an actual physical thing. But where are they if there is so many of them out there, you know? Because I think they're hiding, and there's a theory uh, that they're waiting for us to raise our consciousness. So you got the one side of it, which is the reptilians that don't want us to raise our consciousness because their lower level beings when it comes to, so it, 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 some people believe they're in actually the second dimension and that's why, uh, but there's also people that believe that they're in the fourth and fifth dimension. So technically a second dimension would be like 2d, but yeah, be, there is theories that fucking drawing. Yeah. The walls. There's theory in that, uh, Futurama does an episode about this, but there's also theories that the second dimension isn't like a physical thing that it's more or less like a dark space, um, of no time and stuff, but they're also, they're ahead of us and they could be in the fourth dimension. There's many contradicting things that who knows what it is, but there is the belief that, that the reptilians kind of want to keep us in this state so they can use us as food. But then there's people that are trying to, uh, like, push our evolution and consciousness and that supposedly they were ready to show up in the 1980s, but our consciousness wasn't raised enough. So now there is certain people at work, uh, to influence our consciousness and help us go that way. And that's why they say it could be me. It could be you that are light, uh, that are, um, star seeds, or light children, or whatever I want to call them, supposedly. And that's after the um, 90s. All these kids are being Star born. Sperm. Yeah, well, yeah. And your kid might be one, a light worker. And that's what it's called, is that we're put here on this planet, not all of us, but a majority of us are put here to actually change the frequency and the consciousness on this planet so we can become... Uh, more developed and actually uh, go with their evolution because for, uh, before, get this, before the 1920s, um, 80% of the population was born with a left side brain, which is more mathematics, logic, all that shit. And then recently, almost, you know, it's like 60 to fucking 80% of the population is now born with the right side where it's more creative, uh, open up your mind. And this is supposedly people have documented this and this is true, even if it doesn't have to do with aliens, but more and more people are growing up with a right sided brain, which is more creativity and, and, um, not logic, more of like thinking outside the box and I have, I, in, in me, I want to believe that, that, that there is kids being born that me and you may have been one of these kids. And, and honestly, it might be like, Billy may not be, I love Billy, but he's not like super, <laughs> he's not super yeah, in tuned. Billy. Well, he's not super in tune with the whole alien stuff. And like, he likes yeah, talking about my wife. Yeah. So. See, and in my girl is though, my girl is like, I feel like she's more 
uh, in tuned with psychic stuff that I even am. She gets weird feelings. She has a weird insight. She can feel when things are coming. Like if I've done something wrong, she can like feel it. Like it's, it's weird. Like, and I do believe that people have higher sensors than others, but I do believe that a lot of people being born now are kind of pushing this agenda of like, let's wake up. And that's why you have things like riots and, and people going against yeah. the government and, it's a good well, way to then, end it soon, why. but yeah. Yeah, we'll wrap it up on that where maybe that's why Facebook, MySpace, all these things were built because a lot of people to reach out to each other. It, it takes people's, but it takes people's attention away from like the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. back then these monks used to meditate in the dark and now yeah. you can't be in the dark. Like yesterday, bro, yesterday I was, I was trying to just chill but what the, what the fuck could I do without having to look at a screen? I, I know, and, and because eye, I I know, and because I know, fuck yeah, because because I run all the pages for Strange Brew, it, it, it's it is like where I like my girlfriend's like you're always on your phone, and it's like, I want to keep them updated. I want to post funny memes. I, I want the fans to be entertained and laugh at funny shit with me and Billy having different faces on different celebrities. It's fun stuff, and, but like, and that's the side of me where like I want to read more and I want to involve myself, but also I want this podcast both of our podcast to do well so it's like i gotta be on my technology to promote it and to make sure the world sees it but at the same time we get trapped in that web of wanting to be in that position of like constantly on our phones but even like you talking about how like monks used to meditate in the black are in darkness i have one my one of my favorite songs i've ever done is alien race you can look up tom kadeke tom thompson it's after a bunch of a bunch of alien episodes we've done but i talk in one of the lyrics when uh, i I, th- I think you've heard that song if you not check it out where i'm a gray and then i'm a reptilian and then i'm a palladian at the end of the reptilian verse i say stare into the darkest black and you'll see beyond the laws of facts because you can actually do that and that's how you get astral projection. That if you actually put yeah. yourself in a pitch dark room and you stare, just stare into the darkest black you can, you'll end up seeing things manifest. It could be your consciousness, but also they're saying that you could be seeing into different dimensions. Well, I've been in I've been in the sensory deprivation. Just like that. Yeah, I've done that too. I so. don't I don't like I didn't realize my eyes were actually open and I was seeing all this crazy shit until I like, I went to go blink and I was like, holy shit, my eyes were open yeah, the whole time. I thought my eyes were closed. Yeah. And I was listening to an older episode of strange brew when, uh, that's weird. Billy was talking about how he sleeps with his eyes open and, and I get that. <laughs> I know it's these big fucking gray alien eyes. He's like, I can't close my eyes. Look, look. And, but I kind of said that like that I've slept and like been trying to sleep and I feel like, and maybe I'm a reptilian. I made a joke about it, but I've felt another eyelid close with inside my eyes. So, and that could be your third consciousness though. You know what I mean? It was fucking wild, bro. I was like, I went to go blink and I was like, Oh shit. My eyes were open this whole, I went, I went to, I went to go open my eyes cause I was just seeing all this crazy shit. And then I was like, wait, my eyes are like, I blinked. I was like, Holy shit. My eyes were open this entire time. I've literally felt like another, uh, either two, obviously two, but I, I've been sleeping or not sleeping, but like trying to sleep and felt like two other eyelids try to close. It was probably a fucking alien rubbing his balls on your, on your eyes. So Make yeah. sure to follow me yeah, on that was social a crazy media. Episode. <laughs> crazy episode, man. It would go so far. Me. 
on social media. If you've ever been teabagged by an alien, shoot me an email. Yes. The podcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, the one podcast on Instagram, the YouTube channel, the one podcast. And yeah, dude, this yeah. was, this was deep. Yeah. Man. You, was- yeah, man. You can, uh, strange brew, uh, host heads, the group page, Juan posts fucking shit. My buddy said, yo, my buddy said at work, he was dying laughing at that meme you posted about the Pope. Like he's <laughs> like, he's like that one guy's hilarious. That meme was fucking hilarious. But like I, I know, my boy said that. Shit so on funny. There, but I know I'm not going to be judged for it. No. So. And that's the, the strange brew host heads is all about. So, you know, you can follow us. Honestly, all the stuff is on www.strangebrewpodcast.com. You can find, everything on there but we have instagram strange boot canada like we're having a lot of fun with this and i enjoy every episode me and juan do this is like and the more we do this the more fun it is and i love talking about this stuff and like there'll be an uh rant episode in the near future with me and juan talking about this shit for sure we gotta get billy on the show i know i know and i told him that too like he's got he's working fucking two jobs right now so i told him i was like juan's been asking for he's like really i want to jump on one i'm like that's why he's not that's why he's not in tune with it bro he's working yeah he's gotta get he's gotta get on because it'd be fucking too much fun but it's gonna happen one day for the fans that'll be like a big thing uh, but yeah, like we'll sign off right now. Follow the shit. Yep. All right. Stay strange, motherfuckers. Later.